Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, our next guest, uh, but uh, former Black Cap and now uh, coach of Canterbury Cricket, uh, Peter Fulton. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, guys. It's a story, mate. You got a, you got a favourite favorite Christmas tune? Oh, probably... Probably... Uh... Fairy Tale of New York or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the pose is a classic, mate. It's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Show my age a little bit, and I. Oh, that's all right, mate. You and me yeah, both. I was going to say, I was going to say that. So I've never heard of it. But that's all right. Two meter, Peter. Oh, it's all good, mate. Never yeah. heard of it. He's showing your age, Peter. He's been playing the Drifters all morning. I mean, come on. Yeah. What he What he also didn't mention, he he might not have known the name of the song, but I'm pretty sure if I was playing it, you know, 11 a 11 p.m. on Christmas Eve in some pub, he would have heard it. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Pete. Hey, how you doing, mate? Heading into Super Smash. Hell of a first game coming up. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's exciting. Um, guys guys are all, yeah, really, they love playing the Super Smash over, sort of played over mm. the Christmas, sort of New Year period, um, games on TV, you know, good crowds. So, yeah, everyone's everyone's really looking forward to it and can't wait to get stuck in. You finished top of the table uh, last year, Super Smash. Unfortunately, lost the Indian in the final. What is, uh, desire and hunger won't be a problem this year, but is there anything different that you've, Created to, to be able to approach this to go one better? Oh no, not not really. I think every year, every year in the Super Smash is a little bit different. Um, I think you know you look at the game we're playing against Auckland today. You know they've got mm. a few, they've got a few big names available: Finn Allen, Martin Guptill, Jimmy Neesham. Um, mm. So that'll 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 sort of I guess change throughout the tournament and over the course of the next few weeks, we might get a few of our Black Cap guys come back and play a few games at some stage so yeah it'll be it'll it'll chop and change a little bit depending on depending on who's available but um yeah no we're we're look pretty pretty keen to stick to what's worked for us in the past and um yeah hopefully hopefully we can sort of start today with a win well you got a, you mentioned a couple of those names that'll be opening the batting together and uh, Martin Guptill and Finn Allen it's geez, it's like thing one and thing two there's just two versions of the same player aren't they just about yeah, yeah, I think probably, uh, yeah, probably, probably you'd probably say Finn Allen. Uh, wouldn't be many times Martin Guptill's batting with someone who you sort of might think is more dangerous than he is. But uh, yeah, Finn Allen is obviously a you know pretty uh, pretty special player in the white ball form. So the bowlers will have it, their work cut out today. But again, that's that's a good challenge for them. We've got some young guys who, like I said, will test themselves against some of the best you know hitters in New Zealand. And and um, yeah, we'll see where see how we go. 
Peter, look, you, you go through your squad, you got a hell of a lot of depth in that squad, but most of them are out with the ODI and the Black Caps. Like, how creative have you had to be uh, heading into the Super Smash with, you know, like guys like Rollo Rock, who you potentially thought you might have had in the squad? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just the, I guess that's just the nature of, of I guess, the New Zealand cricket system, mate. That's, you know, our job is to try and win games, but also to produce yeah. sort of players for New Zealand. So, yeah, got to, I guess, while it's, you know, makes our job harder losing those guys, it's it's also the, I guess, the, the sort of the end goal is to, mm. is to play international cricket. So, yeah, we've got a couple of other young guys. Um, you know, we've got young guy Matt Boyle, who'll open the batting, who's a really talented player, left-hander. Uh, BJ Jacobs, who's a big, big mm. tall, um, big tall kid. He's actually originally from Auckland. He's been down at Lincoln University for two or three years, so he'll be batting in the middle order, and he can he can hit a big ball as well. So, yeah, some opportunities for some young guys, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, in you know, sort of four or five weeks' time, when we get to the end of the tournament, some of those names will be you know a lot more well known. What's your what's your bowling plan, mate? At, a, at when you got two guys the size of Guptill and and, and Finn Allen with long levers opening the batting together at a place like uh, the Outer Oval at Eden Park, which isn't renowned for its biggest boundaries. How do, how do you approach that and stop them just putting you out onto Dominion Road? Oh, look! I think you've got to be you've got to be a little bit unpredictable. You can't just bowl the ball in the same place uh, and expect a different result. So that's. That's probably important. So be unpredictable. Change your pace. Um, be prepared to bowl a, you know, your Yorker and your bouncer. Um, you know, I think there's probably, without going into too much detail, there's probably there's probably some areas, you know, where you don't mind them trying to hit you. Um, and then there's some there's some parts of the ground where, you know, where if if, if you're letting them hit the ball to those areas, then you know you're probably not doing your job. So uh, yeah, tough tough. It'll be a tough day for the bowlers. Today, if the wickets if the wickets good, which it generally is, then yeah, I'm probably expecting a high scoring game. To be fair, where's Chad Bowes at at the moment with his form? I know he's had a crack uh, at uh, at the Black Caps, and he's mate, he's firing on all cylinders. I know last year he was uh, one of the form batsmen, or or the last series. There's so many of them, you can't keep up. But you know, where's he at in terms of his uh, credentials? Uh, yeah, I think he was. You know, I guess he probably. Um, was a little bit disappointed not to be involved in this ODI series against Bangladesh, but again, he, he yep. probably didn't. Um, he probably didn't get the amount of runs that he would have wanted in those couple of tours overseas during the winter. So he's actually been looking in really good form for us throughout the Ford Trophy without getting a big score. So um, look, hopefully, hopefully today's the day that that sort of changes and he and he can make a big score because when he when he plays well and um, gets mm. himself in, then generally we're pretty hard to beat. What about uh, Matt Henry, mate? Where's he at at the moment? And is uh, will he come back via Canterbury before he goes into the Black Caps from this hammy injury? Yeah, he's been he's been training with us. He's um, he's not too far away. I think I think uh, the plan will be probably for him to play some Super Smash games for us in early January, and then I think he's targeting the all going well. I think he's trying to target the the T Twenty series against Pakistan, so which is sort of in uh, mid to late January. So, yeah, he's, he's he's going really well. I think he's just being sort of ultra-conservative just because he's picked up a hamstring injury. And, he, um, yeah, obviously those are the sort of injuries that can can linger if you if you come back too soon. So, um, But, no, he's training, training well and, yeah, hopefully be back on the park in the next sort of two or three weeks. 
Tell us a bit about this um, this young kid, Willow Rourke, um, Peter. Like, uh, he's obviously got an opportunity the other day against Bangladesh. You've had a first look at him for the last couple of years to what he can be able to do. You feel like he can be a stable, uh, a staple, sorry, in in the black cap side. Yeah, look, I think I think he's uh, at that stage of his career where you know he'll get some opportunities. You know, the, at the moment. Um, Will he, will he be in the first string, you know, side when everyone's available? Probably not this season. Um, mm. But you never know. Like, you know, you never know with injuries and things like that. And, you know, if he, if he progresses as quickly as he, as he has done for us over the last couple of years, then you just, you never say never. So, yeah, really, really, really good kid. Um, pretty quiet, doesn't say a lot, um, but mm. a very good listener. And like I said, soaks in soaks in information, and you generally only have to tell him something once. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if um, you know he he, he he did a good job in that first ODI. He looked a little bit nervous as you as you as you generally yeah. are on your debut. So, I would expect I would expect if he gets another opportunity that he'll just go from strength to strength. I'm just going to tack a little bit right here just quickly. Brett Lee brought out an article the other day. You would have faced many a fast bowlers back in the, your day. Is there a reason why we're, we're seeing a lack of bowlers that are bowling 155-plus on a consistent time? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's been too many that have bowled, you know, mm. very rare the guys that bowl over 150. Um, so I guess there's not that many of them to, to start with. But, um, yeah, look, I mean, injury-wise, you look at, you look at the likes of Lockie Ferguson and Adam Milne, who've probably been our, mm. or have been our fastest over the last sort of ten years. Um, both of them had a lot of injuries, you know, yeah. and I think I think probably if you look at both of them, I would say, and I don't I don't know this, but I may be wrong, but they both look like as they've got a little bit older, they've just maybe got a little bit more selective in terms of how how mm. fast they try to bowl and and how often, and you know, I'm sure they've got. The odd fast, really, really, you know, fast spell when they're going flat out in them, but they both just look like they've just dialed it back a little bit and are happy to probably operate around that 140 um, rather than just try and bowl as fast as they can. So, yeah, pretty, pretty uh, tough on the body. Um, yeah. And yeah, I guess, like I said, if you if you've been through a lot of those injuries and it comes to a point where you've, you know, you've probably got a decision to make. To, you know, how often do I want to be on the park versus, you know, mm. can I bowl? my absolute maximum all the time. Peter, a guy that you'll know really well is Henry Nichols, and he's been subject of a bit of chat around his spot in the Black Caps. Um, I, I think there's a bit of uh, a few questions about him, you know, his form, say, in the subcontinent when they went to Bangladesh. Uh, where do you think Henry's at with his game at the moment, and how difficult is it to prep for conditions like the subcontinent from here in New Zealand? Oh, look, it's unbelievably tough. I mean, I think, you know, he played three Plunkett Shield games or two Plunkett Shield games before he went over there and he, and he scored 200s and, you know, looked looked in really good touch. Like everyone in that series, uh, you know, everyone, everyone struggled, you know. Kane Williamson got a, got 100 and one, and one innings and, and, and then three cheap scores in the other three. So, you know, Conway struggled, Tom Latham struggled, Tom Blundell struggled. You know, everyone everyone found it pretty tough. So, not an easy place to go and play, and um, yeah, it's an interesting one. The, the stats around the subcontinent for for, for Henry, because you know he's actually a really good player of spin bowling. So um, yeah, I would have I would have thought that he would have as good a chance as anyone of of having success over there. But like I said, a really difficult place to to go and play 
Um, so especially especially coming off, you know, or coming out of conditions in New Zealand, which are completely different. Any, uh, we'll just tack back to the Super Smash. You got the game tonight taking on the Auckland Aces. Any specific game plans for for the Eden Park out of over on its small boundaries? What's a what's a competitive uh, score to to put on the board? Oh, look, I think if it's a if it's a if it's a decent wicket, I think you're going to probably need sort of anywhere between 180 200 if it's a good wicket. Yeah. Uh, just the nature of the boundaries. You know, you can you can you can easily have a couple of overs. You know that that go for twenty plus. Uh, so I think for both teams, you know, if you're batting, you want to try and have a couple of those overs where you get twenty plus. And if you're bowling, you're trying to you're trying to limit it limit it. Sometimes at the death, if you you know if you're going for ten or twelve and over at the death, then you've probably done a really good job. So um, yeah, that'll be the that'll be the key. And um, like I said, hopefully there's uh, the balls flying around and we get a good wicket. And um, yeah, hopefully hopefully the competition gets off starts on a on a good note. Oh, it's a hell of a start with two of the uh, competitive Premier sides going at it. With nothing better, Auckland taking on Canterbury. An update on Ed Nuttall, another promising left-arm bowler. Uh, yeah, so Ed, he suffered a hip injury in the right at the start of the Plunkett Shield um, first game of the season. He, he picked up a, a pick injury, which has just hung around and sort of has got a little bit better, but not not enough to, I guess, allow him to get back on the park. So, yeah, that's been a bit of a Bit of a blow for us. Um, he's an experienced mm. bowler. Same with Henry Shipley, who, uh, you know, suffered a stress fracture playing county county cricket in the UK during the winter. So, yeah, we've had a we've had a bit of a bad bad run with injuries um, so far this season. So, yeah, looking looking forward to hopefully at some point maybe during the Super Smash get those two guys back available, and and then we'll have some, you know, some really tough decisions around selection with the likes of Willow Rourke and Matt Henry maybe playing as well. Speaking of selections, is uh, Peter Fulton going to be playing the Black Clash and absolutely bullying the young kids out there again? Couldn't believe it. <laughs> Mate, I actually, I actually haven't heard. I haven't heard anything from anyone. So I think maybe I've, that means I've been given. A <laughs> it's because you're hairy heart out, mate. <laughs> no, no, I, mate, I haven't heard anything. I'm a bit, bit disappointed. I thought maybe you might be able to put in a word for me because you're sort of like the big dog at the Black Clash. But yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't heard anything, so unless unless I've lost my phone number or my email, um, <laughs> yeah, I might be I might be missing out this year, which is disappointing because it's in obviously back in back in Tauranga and um, yeah, lovely lovely sort of time of the year to be up there. But yeah, at this stage, I'm still waiting. So if anyone from the Black Clash is listening, um, yep, my phone's on. It's still. It's still the same number, and give me a call. Is, is it that you're Harry Harry Hard out, or is there just too many Harry Hopelesses around? Well, I mean, the first couple of years, since the first couple of years, the rugby team have obviously sort of they've sort of bolstered the talent in their squad. So some of the guys that played initially sort of tried to sort of move them on, bit of a sort of uh, rotation policy. Um, so so yeah, the the standard just seems to be getting better and better every year, and. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe they're trying to tell me something. No, they're trying to tell you something because you you made Kalen Boshier's decision to play rugby that much easier when you hit him for thirty off one over. So you're the reason for that decision, mate. All right, Peter. And I've I've retired from that game because it's horrible. I I can't walk for five weeks post it. And uh, look, let's be honest. Uh, my stats reflect the poor uh, outing that I've had at the Black. I was going to say, is there any correlation between the standard going up and is he retiring? 
Well, he's going to say, he may have retired, but I'm pretty sure he'll be there. He'll still be there in some sort of managerial role. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the sort of role I might look to take on as well. So, yeah. Yeah, too good, Pete. Too good. Hey, uh, just before I let you go, mate, your second game is at home on Boxing Day against Otago. Uh, do you have to give any, you know, sort of special instructions to your players not to go too hard on the old trifle and Christmas roast uh, uh, the day before a big game? Uh, no, pretty good these days. The, the, the modern the, the modern players are pretty good. Um, I think back when I started, sort of during my during a lot, you know, long part of my career. Um, you might have had to worry a bit more about you know other stuff, not not just the trifle. It might have been a, you know, not make sure you don't have too many beers on Christmas Day. But these these modern players are pretty good. They're pretty uh, they're well they're very professional. So um, no, nah, we'll we'll be okay. We give them Christmas Day off. Just let them spend it with their with their families, um, and then we'll we'll come in on Christmas on Boxing Day. Sorry, and um, yeah, it's a bit of a become a bit of a tradition the last two or three years. Play Otago on Boxing Day at Hagley, and hopefully we get a, a really good crowd down there. So, um, yeah, that'll be that'll be a great way for us to, you know, start the, the sort of the home season at Hagley for T20. Yeah, mate. It'll be, yeah, it'll be absolutely massive. Hey, Pete, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Appreciate your time. Cheers, have, have a great Christmas, eh? Merry right, Christmas. Cheers, guys. Thank you.